You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. This episode of Quick and Dirty History is brought to you by the super-duper trustworthy law offices of Dewey Cheatham and Howe. Lost your home in a fire? Has your winery burned to the ground? Pesky stickers in your socks? Dog have a foxtail in their ear? You may be entitled to compensation from Spain. California, once an evergreen paradise with little fire risk. That was until those bastards from Spain brought dry flammable Mediterranean grasses to California in the ballasts of their ships. Call 1-800-SPAIN-F-ED-ME-TODAY to be connected with the law office of Dewey Cheatham and Howe. You deserve your day in court. Let's jump in. In the late 1700s, the United Kingdom, France, Russia, and Spain all held territory along with the United States in North America. 3,000 miles from the new nation of the United States, the west coast of North America was very foreign and far from American. Here, a king still ruled, the King of Spain. The Native Americans who had lived on the west coast of America had become enslaved by the California mission system. The California missions eventually claimed about one-sixth of the available land in California, which equates to about one million acres per mission. This is all land which, of course, was stolen from California natives. The rest of the land in California was considered property of the Spanish monarchy by the Spanish monarchy. Spanish leaders wanted more settlers in California, but the trip from other parts of New Spain was very dangerous. During the beginning of the American Revolution, Juan Batista de Anza led 240 settlers into California to Monterey and then off to start a new settlement in San Francisco. Many more Spanish settlers would come to this land of plenty. The Spanish government conceded many land grants to retired soldiers in order to entice them to remain on the frontier and protect Spanish land. These large land grants would be known as the ranchos. The handful of owners of these large ranchos lived in very extravagant style and expected the rest of the population of Native Americans and peons to support them as slaves and servants. The Spanish also built military fortifications called presidios. A presidio is a fort to house soldiers. California Native Americans did the vast majority of the work building these forts for the Spanish monarchy. With the blood, sweat, and tears of Native Americans, forts would be built in San Diego, Monterey, San Francisco, and Santa Barbara. These were the sites that the Spanish thought they could most easily defend. Soldiers could travel from one presidio to the next along the El Camino Real, or the Royal Highway. It also belonged to the King of Spain. I mean, just ask the King of Spain. The soldiers were tasked with protecting the missions against revolts by California natives, who had every right to be upset. Spanish settlers started towns to support the missions and presidios as well. A half dozen towns called Pueblos were established, and they'll probably sound pretty familiar to you. They were Los Angeles, San Diego, San Francisco, Santa Cruz, San Jose, and Santa Barbara. These pueblos were small, but they were responsible for a lot of trade and food production in California. At the same time George Washington was president on the East Coast, there were about 150 people living in the Spanish pueblo of Los Angeles. People living in presidios, missions, and pueblos all had very specific jobs to do. Soldiers in the presidios defended the colony. 
Missionaries had the goal of converting California Native Americans into Catholics and teaching them the ways of Spanish life. And settlers in Pueblos grew food and raised families. While things were pretty hunky-dory for the Spanish, they were intentionally and systematically destroying the Native American way of life. Just like every foreign nation, including the United States, there was blood on the hands of the Spanish. While life looked very different in the West than it did in the East, these worlds would eventually collide, creating the United States we know today.